Welcome back, guys. Welcome back to episode number five of the False Nine podcast. Um, here in in the mid Euro stage, um, I'm here with my brother Paul. We are ready to talk about everything related to the Euros, everything related to um these very very exciting matches that have played recently. And yeah, let's get started. Let's get into it. Yeah. So, um. Recently, this these episodes have been quite long, so normally like an hour thirty. So we're trying to, I guess, condense that. So we're gonna not we're not gonna go through every single game, but yeah, we have to review match day three. So we're just gonna quickly go over most of the games, and then some special games we will go, well, very much in depth. Um. So yeah, match day three, it started. With with Group A and I think most of you know what we thought was gonna happen happened. Italy came in first, then Wales came in second. Switzerland actually was able to clutch up a third third place uh, qualification into the round of sixteen, and then Turkey finished last, which to many you know to many people was a big big disappointment. We called it. In the in in the very first podcast, we had said that Turkey was probably going to be disappointing. Uh, a lot of people had them as their underdogs, and we looked over that. So very happy with. Well, as as a non Turkish fan, I think I'm very happy with that. Uh, you have anything to say about that group, April? No, yeah, Turkey going into this tournament, Turkey was easily one of the teams everyone well, it was the most rated underrated team you know yeah. so um, i think on paper they're a really good team but i think on the field they just didn't sh- just didn't show their the players just didn't correlate with the with the, the game with, with the play style they were trying to play yep they, at times they were trying to play at the counter attack uh and just sending balls into yilmaz mm-hmm. but the thing is they don't they're not a team with insanely fast players like let's say france or or even belgium you could say yeah um, I think they have good players, but they just didn't use them to the best of their abilities. And I think that's where they struggled and it showed. Yep, completely agree with you on that one. Uh, I feel like for Italy, it was, I don't want to say an easy group because uh, these type of games, you make them easy. So as mm-hmm. a team, they did pretty good. So yeah, Group A, done and, done and dusted. Yeah, but and... Italy, also I believe, the thing with Italy, I'm going to say it now, and I'm going to just say it early on. Um, I think Go Italy, on. everyone's rating Italy right now. Everyone's saying Italy's going to win the tournament. But we tend to see at times when people rate, like overrate these teams like crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, they usually come crashing down. And I don't think, I think I like Italy. Like, I like the team. I like the players in it. I like their playing style. But I don't have a good feeling about it. I don't have a good feeling about all these people just rating them, saying, oh, they're going to win. Like, I don't know. I don't think that's how football works. Football isn't. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I just I don't know. I just feel like the most obvious winner doesn't ever win. You know what yeah, I mean? I, so I think Italy's gonna come out earlier than people expect, and I don't think Italy, Italy are gonna win the tournament. Yeah, I agree with you on that one, especially because they really haven't, you know, had a a real test, a real opponent yet. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you know, we'll we'll get to see that in the later rounds of the Euros. So yeah, Group A done and dusted. Then we go into Group B, where Belgium led the group. They finally got their well. They got their last win against Finland, and then Denmark pulled off after losing their first two games. They pulled off a pretty dramatic, pretty dramatic uh, win against the the Russians, which I gotta say was one of the 
one of the most surprising games of match day three because I don't think after the first, you know, after you lose your first two games in, you know, most of the time, any tournament, most of the time you think, oh, yeah, we're out, uh, like, that's it. But I feel like the Danish, first of all, played really good against Belgium and Finland. I feel like against uh, Belgium, yeah, I feel like they did deserve to lose because, I mean, Belgium was, you know, such a good team. But against Finland, I don't think they deserve to lose. And, again, we go to the same thing where if you lose the first two games, and even if you win your first game in this tournament, you are never never guaranteed anything. So, I feel like Denmark coming in second is, you know, shows how strong, you know, this Danish team is. Because they didn't even have a good, you know, goal goal difference ratio or anything like yeah. that. But just how Russia and Finland did so bad, I feel like the Danish, I mean, at this point, they deserve it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This team, the thing with this Denmark team was they were playing good football. They were dominating yeah. their games. It was They were just being unlucky. So I think this second place spot is deserved, even uh, through the way it was uh, uh, redeemed, mm-hmm. forgotten. But I, it's deserved. You know, they were playing beautiful football. Even against Belgium, they were leading the game and, and holding them pretty tight at times. Yeah. Um, that's such a powerful force. So I think I and obviously are underdogs, so we have a soft spot for them. Right. But I think Denmark deserves this spot, and I'm really happy to see them go through. Uh, same, you same, know, same. And now those Russian um, twats. Yeah, that you know had a negative five goal difference. Also, one thing I wanted to 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 say, I mean, we're we're trying to go as fast as possible here. Yeah. But um, for Belgium, you know, they're the number one ranked team in the world, and they you know they came out of the group. You know, flawless, basically. Only one goal conceded and seven scored. But I did want to talk about something. Uh, one one player, especially in in this Belgium in this Belgium team. So, two players that, in my opinion, played the best against the the Finland team. Which, again, the Finland team, if they didn't have uh, Hradecki, they would have been, you know, they would have lost every single game. For sure. No doubt. Yeah. But, I want to say... That Doku, Jeremy Doku, he is such a beast, man. Like, he is, I, th- I think he's like 20 years old. Uh, I'll double check with you on that in just a second. But yeah, Jeremy Doku and Witzel, Axel Witzel, which I think most of us already know Axel Witzel. However, you know, however long he's been playing because he's been playing for quite a while but yeah Jeremy Doku he's 19 years old I feel like he really made the difference in, in that game um I, not not talking about goals or assists but like making those diagonal runs making the runs in behind so Jeremy Doku in my opinion played really well against uh against the the Finland team and Axel Witzel if Axel Witzel it what I was going to say, if De Bruyne doesn't have Axel Witzel, I feel like next him, I feel like De Bruyne would have a little bit more defensive uh, duties, especially because, especially since Belgium is playing a three at the back. But yeah, De Bruyne uh, obviously got an assist, played pretty well. And Axel Witzel, he's a beast, man. He's yeah, a beast. Also for, for Belgium, one of our doubts uh, with them was like, we never doubted their star power going forward. Yeah. Um. Our main doubt for them was at the back. Um. Yeah. But this tournament has just shown they've been brilliant at the back. Having Courtois mm-hmm. at the back is a re- like it's pretty well. Um. He's had a yeah. really pretty good tournament. He then even Alderweireld 
and even uh, uh, Vermalen has played really good. And obviously having Vitel in the midfield allows uh, your more offensive midfielders to go up and with more freedom and, and not have to worry about coming back down. Yeah. It's such urgent. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Group B finished with Belgium at number one. Obviously, we all we, we never had doubts. Then, surprisingly, Denmark overcame the Russians 4-1, to one, which was pretty remarkable. Um, then Finland came in third, uh, which most people, you know, expected them to finish either third or fourth, which, I mean, they did have, they did fight pre- pretty, um, pretty much all, all three games, but mm-hmm. again, it was pretty unlucky. And then the Russians finished last with, you know, three points, but the, the goal difference made, you know, the difference. Um, then we go into Group C, where the Netherlands played North Macedonia and Austria played Ukraine. No, sorry. No, yeah, sorry. Um, where Netherlands played North Macedonia, Austria, Austria played Ukraine. Netherlands, pretty flawless in my opinion. Um, didn't really do anything wrong in, in the group stage, except, you know, a little scare against Ukraine. And then Austria, in my opinion... One of, I don't want to say dark horses because dark horses is flying is, is a word that's flying around, you know, pretty commonly now. But, uh, yeah, Austria played really, really well, in my opinion. Ukraine, again, also played really well, in my opinion. Uh, deserved, Aust- Austria and, and Ukraine really deserved those, uh, those qualification spots. And North Macedonia, I feel like, you know, didn't, I want to say didn't get you know didn't get justice for for their performances cuz yeah they conceded a lot of goals maybe and maybe they didn't score as many goals but I feel like their performances and for this to be their first major tournament ever they they played pretty well again if you don't score if you don't you know if you don't if at the end of the day you don't win games you don't go through that's how it is Sometimes football can be really, really unfair. But at the end of the day, that's how it goes. Anything you want to say to this? Yeah, um, yeah, you covered it all. But I want to go over one player in Netherlands. One of the biggest players here. But he's being overlooked by Genie, by Dumfries, you know, by other bigger tournaments. By other, bigger, by other players who are having, you could say, bigger tournaments. Um, and nothing against them. But man, oh man, what a player Frankie de Jong is. No one, I, I'm seeing a few people talk about it. But a lot of people are talking down on his name, especially a lot of people I've talked to. Yeah, I agree. They're not realizing Completely. how good this kid is. This kid, if you watch Barcelona season, you understand. And this man does not crumble under pressure. You need him to perform, and he's there for you. We saw mm-hmm. us in Copa del Rey, in the Supercopa España. You know, in big moments, this kid shows up. And I really like this kid. He's one of my favorite players in football today. Easily top three. He's such a joy to watch. He's so good on the ball. He mm-hmm. can do. He can do it all. He can... Cover space. He's so good defensively. He's so good at coming up. He's so good at, at making plays out of basically nothing. He's so good at finding passing lanes between defenders. He's just a really good player, and I can't wait for his future. Yeah, and uh, one one of the things that I really really admire about Frankie De Jong is his composure in exactly. in tight situations. He never he never gets you know scared. He never gets too uh, anxious with the ball. So I feel like that's really really important to be the type of player that. Uh, Frankie de Jong is so again Netherlands topped the group with nine points pretty flawless uh, again unless 
UConn, that little Ukraine scare. Then Austria came in second with six points, only losing to the Netherlands, which was a, a pretty good game. But the Netherlands, again, did their job. Ukraine finished third, which they had to wait for the rest of the, the group stage results to see if they would pass at the end of the day. They did pass. And uh, Ukraine, in my opinion, played played really well. The, the, the whole group stage, again, a little unfair when you look at it in paper, but um, they did. They are having a pretty, pretty solid tournament. And North Macedonia, again, pretty unfair, but came in last of the last against a pretty tough group, actually. I think people really overlook, over, overlooked Group C. Sorry about that. Overlooked Group C, especially because the only quote-unquote big name there was the Netherlands. But, yeah, that was... Yeah, no, I agree with that. That was a that was a pretty pretty great group in my opinion. Pretty yeah, overlooked. Some of the best games have came. Some of the best games came out of that group. Yeah, definitely, hundred percent. Then we go into Group D, which uh, I gotta I say, love it, England. Yeah, <laughs> I gotta say, I I want to say I'm a bit disappointed, but they did the job. But you know, we'll get into that uh, right now. So, in the last game of match day three. Croatia played against Scotland and England played against the Czech Republic. The Czech Republic, before the game started, were uh, top of the group with four points. England were right behind them with four points. And then Croatia and Scotland were tied at one point each in third and fourth spot. So I feel like this group, again, was pretty, pretty, pretty good. Uh, I, I enjoyed most of, the, mo- most of these games, except which might go against a lot of contrary uh, opinion. I did not enjoy a lot of England games. I'll be honest. I was expecting yeah. a lot more from them. Um, England played against the Czech Republic. England managed to score, I want to say quite early. Yeah, they, they scored in the yeah. 12th minute. And that goal, yeah, it has Raheem's na- uh, Raheem Sterling's name on it. But that was all Buko uh, Bukoyoko Saka and Jack Grealish. That was all their goal. Um, the two changes that... Gareth Southgate decided to, to, to do right before this game, right before the, the round of 16, which they already had qualified. So maybe he wants to take a little risk, which I feel like he should do more often. He brings both of them on. Saka drives the ball up the field. Jack Grealish does a little bit of, of his magic, puts it, puts it in the second post, and Raheem Sterling luckily is there, which, again, I don't want to take much credit away from Raheem Sterling, which if you score the goal, you score the goal. Like, respect. Yeah. You put the, the, the ball in the back of the net. But again, a lot of people are talking about Sterling being one of the best players in England, which, in my opinion, in these recent games, he hasn't proven. He hasn't proven so. He, he, yeah. he scored the two goals that he's basically saved England at this point. But in my opinion, he just hasn't lived up to what the media said. You know, the English media is very, you know, very crazy with with a lot of players, with a, with dealing with a lot of players. So, Pretty pretty controversial there. And then Croatia played against Scotland, which Scotland with this team, a lot of people were expecting to do a lot, lot better at the end at the end of the of the tournament. Well, at, at the end of the group stage, better to say, they finished the group with one point, and Croatia took took the W against the the Scottish three to one. Again, Luka Modric masterclass, showing that age is just a number. Um, very, very underrated in my opinion. Not gonna talk more about it because uh, Paul will call me a Madrid fraud. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I feel like it, England topping the group 
I, I think most of us saw it. Croatia coming in second. Yeah, that's a lot of people did not see that. Um, yeah. If you if you recall, if you listen to the, to the very first podcast in our predictions to the Euro, Paul had Croatia at the bottom of their group. Yeah, but Croatia came in second, surprisingly. Czech Republic came in third, pretty much solidifying a uh, place in the in the knockout stages with four points uh, as third place, and then Scotland coming in last with one point. Very, very, very disappointing from the from the Scottish. So, anything you want to say, Paulinho? Um, yeah, a quick thing. So, uh, so Czech Republic. I'm pretty sure I told you. I think we were between um Czech Republic and maybe Croatia between third and fourth. I think yeah. I put Czech Republic at third, right? Yeah, yeah, you did. All right, so let's go. Let's right, go. Croatia. Um, yeah, no, I did not expect anything from this team at all. They really surprised me. They played better football than what I had expected of them. Yeah, true. Uh, to be honest, yeah, I didn't expect too much of them. Ended up second in the group. I don't think most of us did. I'll be honest. Yeah, especially if you watch their games leading yeah. up to this, they were not looking good. But you mm. know what? They surprised us. So, um, call me a fraud. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, congrats, to Christian. For England, so I've been saying this: you gotta bring on Jack, Jackie Grealish, Jackie Boy Grealish, and Jaden Sancho. Yeah. So Southgate put in Jack Grealish and uh, Bukayoko Saka. Now this game, bro, was. The first half, at least, was just Jack Grealish and Saka yeah, coming first from the middle of the field and just driving up plays. That's what you wanted to see. There was a, a bit more creativity in the second half. They were a bit more limited. Um, it was a, Those chances were going down a bit, but, um, you know, it was them. That goal was all them. Osaka uh, releasing pressure, pressure, then coming off, coming down the field, uh, playing it down to Grealish, Grealish uh, taking a one. Taking one player on and then putting it right into uh, right into Sterling's head, like right there. Mm-hmm. Um, congrats to Sterling for scoring the goal. He has a hundred percent of England's goals, uh-huh. but again, he didn't really have to do anything. Jack Grealish literally put it right on his head. So if he missed that, I would have been um, a bit worried. But yeah. yeah, congrats to him for scoring those goals. Um, yeah. But I still want to see some Jaden Sancho in there. Yeah, Jaden Sancho came in in the eighty fourth minute for Saka. Uh, Too late, in my opinion. Yeah, exactly. Too late. Um, happy that Bellingham and you know, yeah, Bellingham and Rashford came in, you know, pretty early in, into the second half, 67th minute. Uh, Bellingham played, you know, coming into the 67th minute, there's not much to prove except for you know, defend for that number one spot. But again, um, he did he did his job, and one thing that I want to point it out as well in this group, um, I'm pretty sure it was Gary Lineker who said this. The other day. So in this group, if you came in second, it was more it was it was more likely you play a weaker team. A weaker team in, in quotations, because again, no no team if if they're in the Euros, I feel like no team is, is weak. Yeah. But if you came in first, you would either have to play most likely either Germany, England uh sorry, Germany, Portugal or France. And a lot of people were saying, oh, England should throw this game or whatever. Uh, Czech Republic should come in first and then England should come in second. And then Nicker said that if you want to be one of the top teams, you have to play against the top teams. You have to beat the bet, the, you know, the top teams. You have to prove that you're a top team too. So I feel like England, with them winning and topping this group, you know, they have a, 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 sh- a shout of authority sort of coming into the, into the later later stages of this Euro. So I feel like this England team, when they face a team, you know, 
that is up to their height, up to their level. I feel like they will prove that they are a top team. They deserve to be called a top team. Hopefully, they play better than they played against, you know, Croatia, Czech Republic, or even Scotland. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I feel like I feel like England needs to come up against these top teams. Yeah. Then, uh, Groupie, which was also pretty pretty entertaining, uh, to say the least. Groupie had Sweden coming first with with a pretty pretty thrilling game against the Polish. Then Spain came in second after thrashing uh, Slovakia five to zero, which thank the Lord. And yeah, I gotta say, I don't think anybody really thought about Sweden topping the group. Let's be honest. Well, yeah, um, I didn't, I didn't expect them topping the group, but um, I had mentioned that they're one of my little, like, under the radar teams. Under the radar had, teams. Uh, although we did pick Denmark, you and me had our own little. We yeah. both agreed on Denmark, but we even before that we both had uh two teams that we kind of like chosen our own. You chose Ukraine, Ukraine and I chose and I had Sweden. Both did pretty well, to be honest. I think mm-hmm. they both surprised everyone, and yeah, um, they did good. I like Sweden. Yes, Sweden is um. I feel like after the um, the 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 recent games that they had against, for example, like I don't know, like they played against some, like most of most of their games coming up to the to to the to the what's it called to the Euros were against pretty weak teams. So like if you can yeah. see here, they play against Georgia, Kosovo, Estonia, Finland, and Armenia. Like you're obviously expecting Sweden to. To win these games again, most of us have you know didn't really see a lot of Sweden games. If if we're being completely honest, we didn't really see a lot of a lot of Sweden games. But they did prove that they deserve to be you know top of the group. Mm-hmm. They tied against Spain zero zero, which arguably Sweden could have won. Yeah, uh, easily could could have easily won. But again, at this point, it doesn't matter. Then they play against Slovakia, where Sweden won one zero off a Forsberg penalty, and then Sweden, with probably you know one of the most entertaining games, which was unfortunate I did not watch. I will be honest. I will be completely honest. I did not watch simply because I was watching Spain versus Slovakia, because obviously I want to watch the teams that I'm rooting for. <laughs> um. So yeah, Sweden managed to clutch up the number one spot. On, uh, until the 94th minute because up to the 94th minute when they were tied 2-2 two, 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 two to two, sorry, um, Spain were topping the group because of goal difference because obviously if you score five goals and you you know concede only one in the whole tournament they were like 6-1 in, in goal differential and all of a sudden Sweden decides to score in the 94th minute and pretty pretty unfortunate for the Polish but I, I feel like they saw it coming like the way they play I don't think they deserve to even pass uh, Lewandowski finally, you know, came up for his for his national team. I feel like they still haven't used him to the best of his abilities. Yeah, that's why he didn't show up for most of the tournament. He scored three goals, that's amazing. But he could have done done so much more for for the Polish team. They're such rats, bro. Oh my! <laughs> I clearly don't like the Polish. As you no, see. clearly. I mean, you've called Poland. Them twice, I'm not gonna and nothing against the Polish. Just on uh, the Poland national team. That's all. The, yeah, the Poland national team. The we're Polish. not. We we we're not against any cultural. Yeah. Cultural no. things here. 
but yeah, what, what 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 do you what do you think about this group E, this tasty group um, E? Okay, this group was actually pretty interesting. Uh, even Slovakia at times looked pretty good, and they managed to get a game away. Yeah. Um. Okay, so I'm gonna talk about Spain first, since we Go talked on. about Sweden for a second. Well, actually, yeah. no, Sweden. I'll I'll mention Sweden. Okay, so, mention Sweden. A, what a player Forsberg is. Yep. He's so good. And like Isak. So, and Isak, obviously. Isak has been a 30, that, 30 mil release clause. Yeah, if you have been watching that Liga this past season, you'd know how good Isak has been for Real Sociedad. Yeah. Um, I remember mid-year, uh, Barca was linked to Isak. And at the moment, I was like, I, I wasn't too sure about it, to be honest. But, you know, he's a class player. He's so young. He will definitely... He's, de- he, he's definitely the future of Sweden. Yeah. He has such a bright future ahead of him. Um, and I can't wait to see how his future unfolds. After Spain, two people to praise. First one, I'll go with Busi. First game back, uh, five goals. Was it 5-1? The game ended 5-0. Busi comes back and boom. Although it was a week, the weakest team in the group, well, not according to the standings, but um, bro, what a player Busi is. This man yeah. is so class. For years, people haven't rated him as a Barcelona. Obviously, I rate him. Uh, mm-hmm. But he's so good, man. He is just a brilliant player, and it's it's good to finally see people uh, recognize him and give him give him the credit he deserves. And secondly, Pedri, Pedri is another class talent. Call me Varsa biased or whatever, I don't care. Pedri is so good. Um, he's he's just I don't know, man. I really like this kid so much. We saw many times in this in the game where he he was just he would just take one two. And then he would just place the ball perfectly into the box. Uh, yeah. Where it was, I think, Pablo Sarabia missed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bro. This kid's just so good. And then Slovakia and Poland, you know, the first goal again from Spain against Slovakia was inside uh, for the keeper. Something you really hate to see. I feel bad for the guy. And it was worse because he had yeah. just saved the pen right before that. And then, yeah. you know, he, got, he goes and does that. I'm not sure what he was thinking, I'll be honest. Like, I've, maybe it was a sun. Maybe, but yeah, I, yeah. I don't know. How do you deliberately, like... Yeah, I don't know. I th- I think I mean, he was trying. What I what I what I interpreted from that goal was that he was trying to throw it over the crossbar, but the ball was like came rotating really too fast. Yeah, oh, or, like, yeah. Or, or turning really. I don't know. But I think he went to go throw it over the crossbar like a lot of keepers do, but it came just rolling really or whatever, and it ended up uh, going into the back of his goal. That was pretty unfortunate. Yeah, That's and funny. for Morata, Luis Enrique, why are you still playing this guy? Um, I feel mm. bad for him. I, he doesn't deserve the third he's getting. I, he really yeah. doesn't. His family I'll, doesn't deserve it. I, I feel like no, no football player should ever. No one deserves you know, receive, it. No yeah, one exactly. deserves it at all. But if you're playing at such a high level, I think, and you're a striker, you gotta do what's called upon. Uh, mm-hmm. You gotta, you gotta, gotta do, do your job. It. That's you your job. You gotta do man. what you're paid for. And if for, you're not yeah. doing it, you gotta get replaced. You have to allow. Not well. Obviously, he doesn't choose if he's a starter. But Luis Enrique just needs to take him out. I'm all for trusting your your players. But like I said, this like I said before. This is a short tournament. This isn't a time to, oh, I trust you, I trust you. Because yep. now you got to pick your players that are in form and play them and allow them to shine because these players can, lend, can end up costing you the tournament. Yeah. One player that I wanted to... No, actually, two players I wanted to talk about uh, against uh, Slovakia. Uh, number one, Pablo Sarabia. Beef in, oh, yeah. uh, in our, in our, in our pre, pre-Euros podcast, we had, I'll be honest, I was pretty much bashing... Uh, Luis Enrique's, you know, call up to, uh, you know, this this Spain call up. I had no idea what Pablo Sarabia was doing in this list. 
I, I'm not saying that, you know, if I could give you a name right now on who should have replaced him, I would have thought maybe Iago Aspas, even Marco Asensio from Real Madrid. But then Salavia comes in here, comes into his team. Again, we're talking about a pretty weak team, but again, we're talking about Spain, who had not done, you know, so good in the past two games. Salavia comes in, he gets a goal, he gets an assist, and he causes the own goal for, you know, the Dubravka mistake. Salavia has played a really, you know, underrated tournament so far. Uh, not sure where the quality came from. I mean, no, the quality has always been there. I'm not sure yeah. where the form came from. He had not been playing that much for, for PSG. He comes into the Spain team and he starts, you know, doing what he loves most. I'm not sure where that came from. Uh, but yeah. respect to him, he, he did what, again, he did what he was called upon to do. He did his job and... Only thing to say is, you know, respect. He proved me wrong completely, and hopefully he can turn up for for more for more of the tournament. And then the second player I was going to talk about was Koke. Koke mm, has yeah. played. I feel like I don't want to say full ninety minutes for all three games, but he's played all three games. He's been a crucial part in that midfield, and I feel like in this game it showed what having a player like Busquets next to him can do to, to a player like Koke. Koke was doing more forward runs. He was going a little bit, drifting a little bit wider. Uh, so, Aspilicueta could get a little higher. Sarajevo could go a little bit more more to the middle, you know. Uh, you know, come, in, come into the space left by that, uh, the Slovakia defense. So, I feel like Koke is very, very underrated part in this recent Rike side. So, very happy that a lot of people, not a lot of people, because he's still pretty under under the radar. But more people are talking about Koke, so that is, uh, I feel like justice done. Yeah, um, yeah. Even even me, I criticized Koke for the first two games, which weren't his best. But this last yeah. game against Slovakia, he played really well. Mm-hmm. I think Busquets ha- having Busquets next to him, um, played a factor in that. Even yep. for Pedri, Pedri played better alongside Busquets. Just shows the class Busquets has. But yeah, I'm proud for him. Pablo Sarabia, I don't obviously one game isn't gonna change my opinion on a player completely, but yeah. it truly like makes me give him a little bit more of a chance. Like he's good, he's class. Yeah, completely. And then we get into the group of death, which the last match day of this they were obviously played at the same time because I pretty I'm pretty sure it's in the rules that you know if you have to play the the last game and it could, you know, hinder uh, qualification or group stage, uh, what's it called? Group stage, I guess. Uh, yeah, decision-making. Yeah, something like that. It has to be in the rules that they have to play at the same time because if not, I feel like that would be pretty unfair for one team or the other. So, yeah. France played Portugal, which was a lot of people thought was going to be one of the games of the tournament. And in my opinion, they did not disappoint. And then Germany played Hungary, which a lot of people were expecting Germany to beat this Hungary, you know, this Hungary team, which this Hungary team had been pretty underrated for the whole tournament, even though it really, you know, it didn't show except for that tie against France. But Hungary, in my opinion, you know, you take off, take off the who played the best in this, in, in this group. I feel like Hungary should have qualified. But again... Yeah. If you don't have the points, if you don't win the games, you obviously you can't go through. 
France played Portugal in a pretty exciting game. Uh, it was, I gotta say, pretty emotional when when I saw you know Ronaldo and Benzema recreate that little <laughs> Royce Royce and Lewandowski moment. Um, I gotta admit, a, a, a tear shed through. Tear shed, uh, tear. Oh my God! Hold on. What's what's the saying? What's the saying? My eye. What? A tear shed. Yeah, that one. I, te- I, I shed it a tear. I there you go. Tear. I don't know. I I think so. I reckon. Okay. <laughs> I reckon. I reckon. So, pretty controversial penalty for for Portugal started the game off, which, what what I had seen was Ugolari's first touch the ball, and then hit uh, Danilo Pereira's face. Um, I don't know what ex- what the rules are exactly in those situations, but. It was definitely what's it called? Definitely like pretty controversial and I obviously... think it was a pen. I think I think that's a, that was a pen and I think anyone who agrees with that that was a pen should agree that no you're on Iguain twenty fourteen World Cup final was also oh. a pen. <laughs> uh, I just had to leave him. Yeah, no, go on. I I mean, yeah, we all saw in, in yeah. Instagram that was <sighs> Yeah. Was Again, funny. the thing is that like recently a lot of Rules are pretty inconsistent or change yeah. just, you know, from one day to the other. In this rules, they've used the VAR very, yeah. very well, in my opinion. Better That's than the Prem. Yeah. Even Mourinho said that, or was it Mourinho or Klopp, um, that this that this past year in the Premier League, they said that even the managers don't know the rules. So, yeah. they're always left on their toes for exactly. uh, the VAR decisions. Mm-hmm. Um, so, maybe it was done justice. In my opinion, I didn't really see the penalty. But again... Ronaldo and um another soft penalty. I I gotta admit, like as much as I love France, I love Benzema, I love Mbappe, I love Griezmann, whatever. This Benzema penalty, the right before halftime, was really controversial. Again, there was contact. Yes, did it stop him from getting to a, to a ball that he could have gotten. Yes, but I gotta admit, it was pretty soft. Nelson Semedo barely even touched him. Mbappe went down. Mateo Laos decided it was, it was you know it was a penalty, and Benzema converted. Finally, got his his first goal since coming back. Uh, it was so happy to to, to see him yeah. celebrate. Um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure Griezmann gave the penalty to Benzema because Benzema yeah. I think had needed a little bit more confidence. So great to see Flash that. Move. Yeah, rivalry is set aside in this France team. And then, yeah, we go into the well, during halftime. We saw th- those those pictures from Benzema and 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 Ronaldo, which gotta say, it it was <laughs> it was really sad, man. It was so sad. I wonder what they talk what they talked about. Like, well, at Live. that point, what, what, what? Okay, yeah, right. You like yo, how how's your family? How's whatever? <laughs> yeah, right? like. But yeah. what do you say? You like, like, bro, come to Besiktas. Come to Besiktas. I'm going to Besiktas after that video I sent you. Oh, um, yeah, that was a class oh, video. Class video. I know, but yeah, we even saw this against, we saw this in the in the Copa America with, with Uruguay and Chile after the game where Arturo Vidal and Suarez were talking and there was a close up. They they were just talking about like are you la familia, like how are they? How's your family? Are they here? Are they in Chile? Whatever you know, like it was it was just small talk between two friends that haven't seen each other in a while. Nice. That's cool. I, I respect that. Then uh, Lucas Digne made a, a one-minute cameo in, in this so game. Sad. He he came on. 
he he I think he I don't think he even did a tackle. I think he just like put his his foot in front of the ball, and then he said no, can't do it, and then you know he got subbed on, and then he got subbed off. That's pretty sad, pretty unfortunate, pretty sad for Luke uh, yeah. for Luca because he's a class player for Everton, and he has been you know a class player for France as well. Then an amazing pass by Paul Pogba makes the game two one. Uh, capitalized by Karim Benzema, and at that point, it at, at this point, like we can't see the games side to side, but when I'm pretty sure when Portugal were winning, they were going top of the group because Hungary yeah. were losing, uh, were winning, were beating Germany. Sorry, were beating Germany. Then Germany equalized, and then France equalized. No, 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 no. Second half. When France, uh, when France scored, a few minutes after that, Germany scored. So at that point, it was one-one. I feel like I, I think Portugal was going out of the group. No, sorry, this is this is kind of complicated. But <laughs> wait, the French. Okay, the French Portugal game at one point was two-one for France, right? Yeah, yeah. All right, when it was that at that, and Hungary were I, I believe beating Germany. Yeah. At that time, Germany were out of the group. And right, Hungary, right, right. Yeah, and yeah, Hungary yeah. were in second. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say that because, because right after Germany equalized, Hungary scored right after. Yeah. So, okay, again, it, in my opinion, these two games playing at the same time, I think, was really, really important. They really had to. And then Cristiano Ronaldo scored another penalty, unfortunate handball by uh, Jules Kounde from Sevilla, and. I feel like after, after they saw that that Germany, you know, if Germany tied or Germany lost, it didn't matter. They would have both still passed. So I feel like at that point they decided, oh, you know, let's just keep it the way that it is. So I, most of the time they were just doing like lateral passes or whatever. I would have liked to see either a Ronaldo hat trick or a Benzema hat trick. It would have been very lovely. I don't think we're yet to see a hat trick in this Euros, right? Are we? Uh, yeah. Let me think. I think so. Yeah, you're right. You're yeah, right. we've seen we've seen a lot of uh, those days, but I don't think we've yeah. we we've seen Hattrick. So in this, yeah, group... I just wanna, oh. before you say anything else, I just want to okay, mention go on, uh, go on. Hungary. You said this before. Uh, Hungary, very underrated team. No one expected this one, and they actually played a really good tournament for the country they are. Definitely. Um, I think if they would have been in a different group, I think they would have gone further in the in the tournament into the latter stages. Uh-huh. But, you know, the group they got placed into came over. You know. Yeah, and uh, when when a lot of I, I guess YouTubers or a lot of pundits were making their their what's it called predictions, their predictions for this Euros. Sorry, um, I don't think they, you know, they gave Hungary any points. I don't think any anybody was expecting um, Hungary to even tie against France, tie against Germany, and for I would say a good eighty minutes, give Portugal a good run for their money. So. This this group called the Group of Death ends in France winning the group with five points, then Germany coming right second with four points, Portugal coming in third with four points as well. Both had one goal difference. Sorry, the first three teams had one uh, goal difference, one goal for goal difference. So that was pretty insane. Portugal came in third. And then Hungary came in last, which was really unfortunate for the Hungarians, which they definitely deserved much, much more from that. 
So, as we're, you know, we're recording this episode Monday, June 28th. A lot of games. Yeah, I want to say. A lot of games have of the group stage have already you know, been them. played. Half yeah, of them, them. Yeah, half of them have already been played. Uh, so, we are going to, I guess... First, first, do we talk about our player predictions, or do we talk about our predictions for the tournament? I think let's go over the games. Um, let's not stay too long on it. Let's okay. go over the games. Mm-hmm. Talk about what we thought. We're gonna be honest, by the way. What yeah. We thought about um who was gonna win or whatever, and what we thought about the match real quick, mm-hmm. and then we can go into player predictions. Awesome. Okay. Oh, and predictions for the rest of round of sixteen because there's still four games to be played. That's that is very very correct. Right, um. Man. So. On one side of the bracket, on one side of the bracket, sorry, we have Belgium versus Portugal, Italy versus Austria, which the winner of that would have, you know, the winners of those would have played each other. Then France, Switzerland, Croatia, Spain, which the winners of those play against each other. The other side of the bracket, we have Sweden, Ukraine, which are are uh, under the radar underdogs. We didn't really, I guess we did call it. We did call it. Oh, it's our little underdog. Uh, yeah, uh, our, our little matchup. Then. Right next to them, we have England, Germany, which is probably going to be the most exciting game out of, yeah, um, yeah I want to say, the most exciting game out of most of round of 16 fixtures. Then Netherlands, uh, Czech Republic, which we'll talk about that in a second. And then Wales, Denmark. Yeah. Let's go in order. Again, Let's go in order of games. Yeah. Man. So, uh, the round of 16 started with Wales versus Denmark. And I got to say, I am so proud of us, Paul. I am Let's so proud go. of us. Our Lord um, Christ and Nathario scored too. Oh my. Yeah, I feel like it was a pretty complete game. Yeah. Like in all of it. Denmark showed their class for Kas- sure. Casper Dolberg. He hadn't Ooh. played he hadn't he hadn't started for, for any of the group stage games. He comes into this game instead of Yusuf Poulsen, who who was injured, comes into this game and decides, you know what? I'm gonna score for my country. Not once, but twice. But twice. But That's but twice. Crazy. Uh, the Welsh, I feel like, pretty disappointing performance. Uh, like, I, they really didn't do anything. I don't want to say that they did any anything, like, wrong, because they really didn't. But, like, Denmark were just unplayable that day. Hoiberg, which I recently put into my fantasy, Hoiberg is such an underrated player for, for the Danish. Damsgaard, pretty, pretty uh, underrated player for his age as well. And... You know, happy that the Danish got got through into the, into into the um, what's it called into the quarterfinals. So very happy about that. Uh, Braithwaite, the goal scored. A lot of people thought we're gonna it was gonna be offside, but just add a little bit more pain to the wall charts, and it finished four zero. Which I don't think a lot of people saw coming. I thought people. I think people saw a more even match. Yeah, for sure. I think I don't think people predicted. Actually, I don't know. I think I I saw a lot of people going either way with um this match, but you know we never doubted our boys in in Denmark, and so it paid off. Yeah. So Denmark came second in the group. Wales came in second in the group, and they play against each other. The Danish one. Very happy about that. Then, uh, wait, no. Then it was Italy, Austria. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Then Italy played Austria in what well, was a pretty entertaining game, I gotta say. Yeah, it um, was. It was good. Austria. Oh, well, we'll talk about each team separately after. Italy played 
Italy won, sorry, Italy won two to one after extra time. Which I feel like if Italy want to prove that they want to, you know, go far in this tournament, they should have probably ended it in 90 minutes. But again, they did, they did their job. Federico Chiesa and Pesina, which came both in at subs, was, you know, pretty, pretty incredible. Uh, Kalacic uh, got consolation in the 114th minute. Some controversial VAR of our decisions, which I don't... Like, they were pretty controversial, but I don't think anybody doubted that they were going to be called. So, again, Italy got the job done there in the quarterfinals now. Austria, heartbreak for the, for the Austrians, which had a, have a pretty underrated team, uh, if you look more into it. They did yeah. a pretty good group stage, and pretty, pretty sad for them. Yeah, no, Italy, like I said, Chiesa, he needs to be playing. He needs he's to a, be playing. He, he, he's good, man. He, he is very good. I yeah. got it. We saw a Juventus. And, mm-hmm. bro, he needs to be playing for the I don't care. He's easily been a... He's, he, well, not easily, but he's been one of their best players this tournament, especially in the past two games, I, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah, he's been really good. Austria, another really good underrated team. They've played the tournament. They played a pretty good tournament, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, only a bit disappointing against the Netherlands, but that was again, again, they gave away a penalty early pretty early on. on. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that was their only real like bad game. But I think Austria played a really good tournament, to be honest. Yeah, I, I feel like I feel like the scoreline does do it justice. Like a two-one yeah. is is fair. Yeah, no, it was really close. I, I at times I thought Austria were gonna come out with the win. To be honest, I wasn't sure if Italy were gonna were gonna be able to pull through. Bro, I was watching this game. I was watching this game. Like, I, I went to the movies, right? Which, yeah. Fast and Furious. If you're, if you're listening to this and you're going to watch <laughs> Fast and Furious 9, it sucks. Don't do it. It's like two hours of your time that you're never going to get back. Don't do it. Don't go watch it. So, I was watching. Like, since I went to extra time, like, I never, I didn't really think I had to do it. But I was watching it, right? When Italy scored, when I tell you that there was like, like, like two, like two sections of the movie theater, people just start going, goal, goal, goal. And then I was like with a group of friends. So like, obviously we're, uh, yeah, we're dickheads, right? So we get up of our seats and we start going, goal, goal, goal. It, it was pretty fun. I got to admit. <laughs> yeah. Italy for the win. Italy, Italy for the win. I got to admit. Italy um, for the win. I don't think I they're mean, gonna win. Oh, I already said this. Early yeah, we, we talked about this. I don't think they're gonna win, and we'll talk about this when it comes up. But yeah. the the team that they have in the quarterfinals is gonna really prove. Uh, is gonna really test them. Then, what I have seen. Have you seen those those um those TikTok edits? Don't this like the 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 body remix, the body Italian remix? Oh yeah, like, bro, she's from Italia. That one, dude, that's fire! It's so good, it's so good. But like, all of them are like KSR Piscina edits, bro. Those are so nice, bro. I, I gotta tell you, like, when I'm bored sometimes, really when bad. I'm bored sometimes, I just, I just like want to go into TikTok and look at these like TikTok edits because, bro, they're satisfying. They're so, they're so satisfying. Like, no, bro. If they're, if they're, if you know, they're done uh correctly, oh. Mate. Sometimes the highlights are so, not the highlights. Sometimes the edits are better than than some of the games. <gasps> Paul, <laughs> nah, it's a joke. No, nah, but some edits are really good. I've seen some accounts that's really good edits. Yeah, that's true. class. Oh, that's fall. Oh, Paul, did you see um 
Spain lineups confirmed for Croatia. I did not look at it right now. Okay, no, we'll 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 talk about that in a second. Um, then the surprise match that nobody saw coming. Uh, Czech Republic versus the Netherlands. Um, all right, the Netherlands absolutely screwed my fantasy, man. I had four players from the Netherlands in my Euro fantasy, <laughs> uh, and and the, and they're just, like I captained the pie. Damn! I captained the pie for against the Czech Republic, and the Czech Republic just just decided to to I don't know. All of a sudden, turn into the greatest team of all time. The Netherlands came out of that group out of, from nine from nine games. Uh, from nine games, I'm sorry. From nine points possible, nine points, you know, taken. The Czech Republic came in with, came out with four points, which I gotta say again, pretty, pretty great team. They did, they did, they basically did their job. But against the Netherlands, Hullet um, was talking about this in an interview. Uh, I think it was yesterday or something like that. That well, I mean, obviously it was yesterday because. <laughs> Whatever. P- point is that right before uh, the league got the red card, uh, Malin had a one-on-one chance Yo, yes. versus yeah. Vaslic, which I have said before. Vaslic is the best goalkeeper to ever grace this game. <laughs> if you have <laughs> ever, bro, if you have ever played with Vaslic, you know what I'm talking about. Vaslic is a, he's so nasty. He's I think still I my him, team. No, he's still on my team too. I mean, he's on the bench in the reserves, but whatever, still counts. He's so good. Again. Hullet said, if you're one on one against the keeper and if you're in the in, in this in the Netherlands national team, you're expected to score. Yeah, he tried to go against the keeper and Vasi did really well. But as a striker and you're one on one, I feel like as a striker, you always have the upper hand. You always have an advantage over the goalkeeper because the goalkeeper, I think, has to react after you. But whatever. Then uh Matias de Ligt decides, well. Again, it it obviously wasn't his decision to get a red card. Actually, it, it was. It was. I, it really I, I was. Think he, I think he knew the repercussions. Like yeah, definitely. What he was doing. Um, at first when he got the yellow card, a lot of people said, "Okay, whatever, that's fair." Then they checked VAR, and then you realize, you think about it, delict was about a, sorry, sorry, delict was about a was about a like slip was about a fall. If delict falls, and the and and the ball falls to Patrick Schick. If he's gonna score, that is unknown. But if if you say that's a, if for example that's a foul instead of a handball, in my opinion they they could have still given him a red card. Like it's still debatable. But I feel like the Czech Republic were done uh were were done dust, done and dusted till that point because I feel like Netherlands had the upper hand at that point. Netherlands had a lot a lot. Sorry. Oh, sorry. It's just the breakfast, man. <laughs> The Netherlands had the upper hand in this game up to that point. First half, they didn't do really well. Second half, they were playing pretty well. And then it all just goes down the drain. Yeah, no. I think, I think, okay, so the league's red. I think, okay, the moment I saw it, I already knew it was red, straight red. If they check five, I'm like, I know for a fact that they check five, he's gone. 
Uh, I think it was necessary, though, to be honest. I think he could have handled it better, but I think at that moment, at that point that he was already in, I think it was a bit necessary because mm-hmm. you don't want to leave uh, Sheik one-on-one with your goalie, let's be honest. Yeah, he's um, proven so. He, he messed up. He could have easily challenged the ball, but I think what he was allowing, what he was trying to do is he to allow the ball to bounce and then put his body in front of Sheik and allow uh, the goalie to come get it with ease. But obviously, back very slipped, and there was no other option, to be honest. I think... He did, he made the right choice, but the team went downhill from there, and it ended up costing him the game. Yep. Uh, the Czech Republic pretty much did what they were asked. They they stayed a little bit back a lot of times, but again, they weren't you know scared to 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 go forward. Um, Patrick Schick, probably again that he's a class player. Maybe he gets a big money move after the Euros. Who knows? They've been good this tournament. They've been really yeah, good. Yeah, they have been pretty good. Yeah. I think the only team they lost against was was England. Pretty sure. Yeah, yeah they, they only lost good. against England. And then, um, yeah, they won 2-0. Right, right after, I guess, the first goal, I want to say it was pretty comfortable for, um, for, for the Czech Republic, seeing as they had one man extra. I feel like they were a little bit more um, more determined to win. The Netherlands didn't didn't even register a shot on target. I'm pretty sure, um, or they did. I, I can't I can't tell you. No, they didn't. They did not register any shot on target. Pretty pretty unfortunate. And you know what they say? Uh, I saw his tweet. I saw his tweet. And before you call me a Madrid fraud. It was by by um uh it was by a Barca fan page and it was like happy to see that that the young and the pie are already practicing uh joining uh already playing for Barca already practicing playing for Barca, <laughs> bro. Oh my god, bro! Like definitely, the pie and the young are one of the best players in 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 this Netherlands side and yeah. they've proven so. And I don't think you can really you no know, I I'm I'm saying this right now. You can't blame them for for this um for this loss. They did all they could. I feel oh, yeah. like the young was was the best player in the Netherlands team for sure. But and I think and you look at the pie, he he literally if you notice the play, um the Mal- Malin's play, he was the one that put the ball so perfectly for Malin. Yeah. Oh um, bro, his little flicks. Oh, yeah, so uh, Malin, all Malin had to do was and Batchik was already low at that time, so all Malin had to do was chip it. If yeah. he wanted to go around, fine, but he didn't even have a good touch. I know he had so much time because he didn't have a defender on him, the defender slipped. <laughs> Mm-hmm. He was by himself. All he had to do was take a further touch or more wide, but he put it right into his hands. So a bit yeah. disappointing by Malin. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, how did Czech Republic beat the Netherlands? Well, we just talked about it by scoring. No, exactly by scoring. <laughs> and now at least either Denmark or Czech Republic will be in the Euro semifinals. How crazy, crazy is that, man? Dude, Denmark are underdogs. That's Bro, cool. Denmark is going to make the final. Denmark is going to win the Euros. Denmark Dude, is going to win the Euros, and we Denmark called it. Underdog story 2.0, and Denmark wins the Euros. Literally. Dude, if Denmark wins the Euros... Think about it. Think oh about my. it. We'll look like heroes. We'll look but, like heroes. You know what? It's actually possible. No, I'm not saying it's not, because... Okay, say, for example, Sweden... Okay, you know what? We'll, we'll talk about it in a little bit when we market predictions for those games. Then, Belgium played Portugal... Oh, you can take this one since you want to slander Ronaldo. I can already see in your face. <laughs> Belgium, Portugal. Okay. So, Belgium, Portugal. Belgium played good. Vermalen, bro. Vermalen's class. Vermalen. 35 even years at Barca, old. Yeah, even at Barca, he was class. But the thing with him was his injuries. He was always injured. But when he was fit, bro, he was a class player. Mm-hmm. Um, Vermalen played good. Uh, Penaldo. 
sadly didn't get the penalty he was looking for. Empezamos. No, I'm playing. Okay. So, <laughs> this, okay, so this Portugal team. Okay. First of all, Bernardo Silva can't be on the, on, the, on the right. He needs to be in the middle. Yeah. Bernardo Silva is just too much of a creative, like too much of an asset to have out wide, you know. You, <laughs> limit, you limit such a creative player when you Completely. put him on the wing. We see this with Foden as well in, in England. You can't do this to such a creative player who can give you so many opportunities. I guarantee you, you put Bernardo Silva in the midfield over Bruno Fernandes in other in the other games that he started, mm-hmm. and the results would have been completely different. Renato Sanchez, bro, is a player. He's a he's a beast. Yeah, a he's player. A beast. He's so good. We saw this comeback. You know, he was a a wonder kid in in the twenty sixteen World Cup, and then he kind of make, he makes his move to Bayern and. He kind of dies down a little bit, you know. His height dies down. His he's not we're, we're not getting the same from him. And then this season at Lille, he's going back to that level. And now yeah. at the Euros, he's he's doing so good. And he's nasty in FIFA. <laughs> Jao Palinha, class player. He's yeah. really good too. I don't know why uh, Moutinho started. I was gonna talk about that. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Pepe is being the right he is. <laughs> <laughs> and and Bruno Fernandez, I'm gonna criticize this man. Go no on. one. Never compare Bruno Fernandez to KDB ever again. I rate Bruno, but he 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 just doesn't show up. That it doesn't like, and it doesn't like it, it shows. I think he only has like one goal contribution against the top six in 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 the Premier League or like this past season or two. I think two goals and one of them is a penalty or a goal and assist. And bro, this man like I like Bruno Fernandez. He has quality, but he needs to come. And show up in these big games where yeah. where where he needs him. Even in the game where Portugal were at the end, they needed a goal in the last uh, in the last ten minutes or so. You would just see this man at the back with the back line with Ruben Diaz and Pepe at the back, holding the ball and just flopping and looking for a foul at the back. Like, what is that going to accomplish for your team? How is that helping your team out? Like, go up there, move the ball up, play the ball into the space, go up and create plays up there, not in the back and play like playing scared. He was playing well scared. Said. Said that. And he was just looking for a foul at the back, fifty yards out from goal. Like, what are you gonna do with that? Like, congrats, you got a foul. Now what? I, I look. He wanted this game to go to extra time, man. Yeah, I want penalties. I I want penalties. I I love penalties. When it's not my team playing, I want to see penalties. Yeah, exactly. So but, um, yo, Belgium. You know who surprised me? Like, it it might come like weird saying it, but Hazard played pretty good. Like which Eden, one? Like the oh yeah, Eden Hazard. He actually yeah, he played, played good. good. He played Dude. pretty good. Completely different player for Belgium. Literally, and you you know why I feel like it is why because of the system that they that they play. That's true. You know yeah. you know why you know why Hazard did so good against. Ooh, uh, I have a theory after this. You, you know you know why theory. you know why Hazard did so good with Conte and Chelsea. Why? Because they play through the back. You know why they play, why he plays so good at Belgium because they play through the back. I feel like Hazard with through the back has a little bit more freedom where he plays. Yeah. He, if you saw in the game, he was like switching from, you know, from the left side to the right side, from the left side to the right side, uh, supporting Lukaku. You know, Lukaku and has and Hazard and even De Bruyne. You know, have a really yeah. good partnership up top. So very happy, uh, for 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 this Belgium team actually. Wait, actually, I actually have a theory. Okay, Go on so with your theory about Hazard's about Hazard's injury. Let me know what you think. <laughs> so, a lot of times when players come from England or even Germany. Mm-hmm. Uh, they suffer from either knee injuries or like ankle injuries, right? Okay. So Hazard, uh, Dembele, you know, we see this with a lot of players. So my theory is, 
in England and even in Germany, you could say they play. They use soft. They use a uh, metal cleats, right? Because mm-hmm. the ground is much softer, like more like softer, right? Mm-hmm. So it's a little bit less for your knees. Then when you get to Spain, it's 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 firm ground, mm-hmm. uh, and it takes these players now are now switched into like uh, plastic cleats, but it's more on your knees, you know. Before, like on the ground, it would just like squish down. You get me? Right. Like, you, your yeah, yeah, yeah. Go down. But now the impact is harder, and that requires more of your knees and your and your ankles, and so something they're used to. So it affects them, and it could result to an injury. That's what I think. I think that's that could oh, be a problem. Okay, okay. I don't know if that's scientifically backed or anything at all. I pulled that out of my 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 butt, but go on. It's a theory. It's it's a theory. So it could be. I don't know. I I is there a way to test that? Like. I, like I that know. that is a good show like i'll be honest but how do you test that like i i wonder like hmm. uh i think i think just i think you test that by by having players play there for one year and then one year in the other and then you you take a side by side of their knees and if they have any like problems or uh if they have any side effects of their whatever i don't know when i'm doctors uh, don't ask us sure. yeah but yeah that uh, it's a theory. it's a show it's a show i was going to say one thing um, so recently Bruno Fernandez have, has gone a lot of, you know, slander, which yeah. I got to admit, it is pretty deserved considering the performances that he has, you know, been doing for Portugal. But Bernardo Silva, uh, Ruben Diaz, even, even Diogo Jota, who, who got like, I think like an, an assist and two goals or yeah. two assists and a goal. They all did not play to the level that they should have been playing. Yeah, they were like, playing bad. They've all been playing bad. But I mean, Ruben D scored. I think Ruben D scored an own goal. Um, he hasn't, you know, he hasn't been so solid at the back. I feel like Pepe has been playing better than Ruben Diaz. But I mean, it is first. Uh, Ruben Diaz, I feel like, uh, second or third, uh, major tournament with Portugal. I I don't know what to tell you. And then Jota should have should have played much better against against Belgium. Bernardo Silva disappointed against Belgium as well. And he disappointed against uh, against France. He disappointed against Germany, and then he played all right against Hungary. But since his name is not Bruno Fernandez and he's not compared to, to KDB, <laughs> that he just doesn't get the slander that that he deserves. Yeah, but you also got to remember Bernardo Silva is playing out of position on the wing. That's right. No, no, no. His natural spot. Right, but but he he does play against uh, yeah. with, with City sometimes right wing. I'm not saying that it's yeah, yeah, his you, preferred position, but again, like yeah, yeah, I get you. I don't know. I feel like he should have done a little bit more. Yeah, no, but... for sure, for sure. They're professionals at the end of the day. They're they're expected to perform. Exactly. And then Joao Felix, he played his first game of the whole tournament. Disappointing, man. In the first against Belgium, bro. Ow, I, I was like, when he came on, I was like, let's go, yeah, yeah, let's go. Felix. And yeah. he completely ruined my player predictions, which we'll talk about in a second. So, so we can finish this podcast as quickly as possible because we're literally. All right, yeah. well, France versus Switzerland. Who wins? France. Yeah, I think it's pretty obvious. France. Yeah, but France. France haven't been in the best form, so we can see an upset. But I'm going to go with France. Yeah, I'm going to go with France as well. Then Croatia-Spain, which I think is going to be a... I think I think Spain, obviously. I'm going to go with my team. Um, yeah, surprise, surprise. Eddie Garcia and Aspilicueta start again. And, and Gaia. Gaia over, over Jordi. Aspilicueta yeah. over Llorente, I understand. Aspilicueta has been playing really good. When he played mm-hmm. uh, last game, he played really well. 
Mm-hmm. Well, I was ex- maybe I want to see uh, Jorinton in the midfield if you see Aspilicueta on the on the side. And then you see Morata up top. Morata, what is he doing, my boy? Bueno. And Ferran then Jared Moreno Ferran... benched. Sarabia and, and Ferran then, Torres to his side. I love Ferran Torres so much, bro. He's so good. He's so good. Um. Then, uh, Sweden, Ukraine. It hurts to say. I'm... Sweden. It hurts Come to say, now. but I think like, I, 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 yeah, Sweden's gonna take the the dub here. And then England, Germany, man. Oh I'm going England. I'm, I'm going England. I'm going with my boys. I, I'm I'm going in the two. I'm going That's in good. the two. And then, so, we have Belgium versus Italy, which against Italy, we're not sure if Belgium, uh, sorry, if De Bruyne or uh, Eden Hazard are going to play, true, true. which is going to be a, a contributing factor. Hopefully, they play. Hopefully, they, 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 what's it called? They recover in time. But it looks, it looks kind of, kind of, I don't know, kind of difficult right now. Then, it would be France versus Spain in the quarterfinals, which I, as much as I want to back Spain, I feel wait, like wait, when... we did get reflections for Belgium Italy. Oh right, right, right. Um, man, I'm gonna go Belgium. Yeah, I'm gonna go Belgium too because even though they may not have Hazard or De Bruyne, I think they, they still have they still have the they still have the one man I may have a. You know, gone against man. my early predictions. Oh my but god! They still have Lukaku, man. They, 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 they still have, have yeah, they still have Lukaku. Then and and Mertens and they still have a class team. They, 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 they do get, have they a class team. Yeah, yeah. Then you know, a core final would be France versus Spain. Which, as much as I want to back Spain, I feel like when France plays versus a good team that doesn't you know sit back as much, France yeah. could could play, but. Spain again. When Spain plays at their best level, when Spain plays against a team that doesn't sit back, Spain can 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 do some damage. So I feel like that's gonna be a good game, but I feel like France will win. And 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 I and I think if Spain go to um what's it called go even to the quarterfinals and lose against France, I feel like that that would still you know be good for what people thought. Like a lot of yeah. people thought like they were gonna go second. I mean, they did get second. They were maybe even going to lose in the in the round of what's it called in the round of sixteen. And if they beat Croatia, that would still be good. A lot of people um, would 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 be backing Croatia at this point. So if Spain loses against France in the quarterfinals, I think Spain could prove a lot of people wrong. And I'm going to go France with this one. I think I think France are going to be a team that parks the bus because they're just a team like that. They park the bus. They they um. They shine off the counterattack. That's sure. their special ability. But I still think, you know what, this may be... I know it's a little bit biased. Frank are probably going to win. But you know what, just to go... Just so we have a different pick, I'm going to go for Spain. Okay. So, in the other side, we have Sweden versus England. Which is a replay of the uh, of round of uh, quarterfinals in the World Cup. Mm-hmm. And then Czech Republic-Denmark. Where our boys will prove. This is where our boys will prove, Paul. This is where our boys will prove. Yeah. Our boys will prove that they, they are Euro worthy. Euro worthy, exactly. All right, so Den- Den- Denmark, Denmark is going to Denmark, Denmark is going to win. Denmark five nil. Denmark five nil. Denmark five nil. Winner, winner, winner. Denmark five nil. Five goals from 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 Braithwaite. I'll go three one. I'll go three one. <laughs> I'll go three one. Denmark. I was going to go two zero Denmark, but I mean good, it's yeah. basically the same thing. Yeah. Um. And then England versus Sweden. If they play against Sweden, it's going to be a good game. Let me tell you. A lot of people wow. are thinking England have it easy from here on. 
But if England I, I want play, yeah, if England, if England, or uh, what's it called, play like like the way they've been playing against some like against some like smaller teams. I don't want to say smaller or weaker, but like no, no, yeah, yeah, smaller, weaker for sure. Yeah, definitely smaller, weaker teams. They if they don't play against you know if they don't play their best best form, an upset could be brewing. Let yeah, me tell no, you. for sure. I think I w- I would go with England, but Southgate just because of Southgate. I'm gonna go with Sweden. Upset. So Sweden, Sweden for the win. Sweden, I was, I was Sweden versus Denmark. Sweden versus Denmark. Sweden Dude, versus Denmark in the semifinals. Class. class, bro. That and this so is this class. is where Denmark proves. This is where our boys prove, Paul. Our this is where prove. our boys prove that they are Euro worthy. And this is when Denmark gets to the final. Denmark, dude, did Denmark get to the final? Oh, bro, I'd be so happy, man. I, I would be such a happy man. Oh, my. Den- All right, next game. You heard it here first, guys. You heard it f- here first. Denmark is getting to the Euro final. Oh, my. They'll be England in the semifinals if Sweden can't do it. I, I look, you want to see England in a final. I'll be honest. Like, Me too. Like, as much Southgate. as I want to see Denmark and, like, I, as I much I know... That England are bottle drops. I want to see them in the final, man. I want to see. I said it. I said it. I've said it for the past episodes. I want to see England win it, but Southgate. That's the reason. Yeah. The Southgate. Literally. Then, 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 we have Belgium versus Italy. Oh wait, no, we already said Belgium was gonna win, right? Yeah. We have, we have Belgium, and then all right, Paul. We have to. We have to. We have to decide on either Spain or France. Spain. I already said that. Remember, you said France. We right, did it. But, We're done. Right. We're done with quarterfinals. Oh, right, right, right. Okay, so Belgium versus... For me, Belgium versus France. France is going to go to the final. And then you, Spain versus Belgium. Belgium. Belgium, right. So, for you, the, the, the final would be Belgium versus Denmark. And yeah. for me, it would be France versus Denmark. Yeah. All right, not bad. Wow. Not bad, not bad. And Denmark so, wins the Euro. No, I'm kidding. Quick, obviously quickly, quickly, before, before we, we go over time again, um, we have... Our Euro player predictions and team predictions. Um, I have them here on a paper, and we're gonna review so far How's how been? we've been doing. So, most valuable player. I put uh, Kylian Mbappe, and you put Karim Benzema. Yeah, no, I don't think we're gonna live up to to uh to what, we, to what I said. I'm not gonna live up. We we might not, but we might not. They still have. One, two, three. Four. <laughs> they still have four games to go. Yeah, I, yeah that's that's three. I, the, there's still four games to go. They could they could still prove that they are uh, you know MVP. So for now, those picks are still alive. They're yeah, still for there. sure. You know what's crazy? There's still no set uh like best player of the tournament. Like, yeah, it's, it's been pretty as as many games as as we've played. Like yeah. All right, but I'm gonna I'm not gonna change my pick because we can't do that obviously. But I think yeah. I think the MVP is gonna be Lukaku, like from here. Mm, for me, the MVP. If, if Belgium goes to the final, if Belgium gets to the final. Yeah, I was gonna say somebody from Belgium. Mm, I'm gonna stay with my pick. I'm gonna stick with Mbappe, but I feel like if it's gonna be somebody from France, it will either be Benzema or Griezmann. Then for underrated player, I've had a worldie here, Paul. I oh. went with Donnarumma. Okay, nice, nice. Yeah, he's I think... conceded one goal this whole tournament, lad. Yeah, who did I go? I think I went. You went with Timo Werner, bro. I went. He hasn't even played. He hasn't even been a starter. Yo, you know what? I don't care. No more Timo Werner slander. We love Timo Werner. Here. Timo, bro, he's such a nice person. He's man. So... Dude, did you, you saw his interview with Philly. 
Yeah. Dude, the interview with Philly and then for, the, the other like, British girl. The British yeah, girl yeah. always. I, dude, I love it. Like, so like, I, love I don't know why the guy is playing uh, like this beat in he's the so dressing funny. room. He's so funny, man. Like he's, he's so like he's so funny. genuine. How can you not love Timo Werner? Uh, I I I play a lot of Fort. I I play Fortnite. Of Fortnite. <laughs> I love Werner, bro. I love then Werner's a underperforming player. I've also had a world year so far. I've had a, a, a great pick. Yeah. I went with Harry Kane. Harold Kaneth. Kane which, hat-trick incoming, just so you know. Bro, if he, if he scores a hat-trick, I'm going to be... No, I'm going to be so pissed. I'm going to be so pissed. All right. I, and then, I, went, with, I went with Lukaku. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I take that back. I think... Oh, frick, bro. That's so disappointing. Yeah, no, but... Hey, like I said in the second or third episode, even if I'm wrong, I don't care. I just want to see these players um, play their best football, to be honest. Yeah. Then for underperforming team, I've had a stinker, Paul. I've had a stinker. Yeah, I put have. Belgium. Take the old Boza. And then, Paul, you've had a worldie. Let's go, lad. Netherlands. I put Netherlands, right? Yeah, you put Netherlands. Yeah, and I put Netherlands. In the group stage, while we were reviewing these, we were like, nah, man, what are you saying? Netherlands yeah. it has nine points out of... No. Really no, in really group stage, but then... Damn. Crashing down to Czech Republic. Just like it will happen to Italy. Italy will be coming crashing down to Belgium. You... Oh my god. <laughs> no, nah, I'm joking. Not the... No aggressiveness. We all come here. Right, right, yeah. right. Italy Thank is going to come yep. crashing down. Right. Everyone who thinks Italy is going to win, you're wrong. It's Denmark. Fair enough. Um, hey, then... when Denmark win that, what a clip. When Denmark win the, Bro. Denmark win the Euros. Listen, listen. Clip. I'm going I'm gonna to say it now for the TikTok. Right? Hey, I already said it now. Shut up. No, no, no. Listen, listen. We're going to say it for the TikTok. Ready? All right, go, Dale. Our... <laughs> we're going to go bold. We're, we're, go, go we're going bold. to go bold. Denmark is going to win the Euros. You heard it here first. Denmark is winning the Euros. Denmark right, the Euros. Right, what is yep. it? We, we called it, we called it like almost like a, a month ago. We called that Denmark is going to be dark horses. Yeah. And we're saying this now, Monday, June 28th, when Denmark are in the quarterfinals versus the Czech Republic, Denmark are winning the Euros. You heard it here first. And this yep. is going on TikTok. This is going on TikTok soon. You'll see. When they win. If not, when they worried win. about it. Then I think we both had pretty, pretty stinkers here. Like, <sighs> like, <I don't... laughs> oh my god, young player MVP man. Go on, you can say it. Wait, who did I put? Did I put um, you put Belling- Bellingham. I put Bellingham. He's not even playing though. That's the thing. The thing with my thing, bro, that's my... so hard, man. Like, yeah. to to determine a young player, yeah, MVP. you don't know if this young player is gonna play or anything. Yeah, uh, who 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 has been a young player at the tournament now? Um, but Saka is a shot, even though it's just been one game. Uh, if, if oh, Saka Isaac, plays... Isaac, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah Isaac. Yeah, for sure. Um, then... Wait, you I, know I, underrated... I would... Wait, have you gone over underrated player of the tournament? Yes. Goosens is a shout. Uh, yeah, Goosens, uh, and I was going to put Dumfries, but I mean, now... Oh, Dumfries, too. Or is it Wijnaldum? Yeah, Wijnaldum. He's a class player. Yeah. Um, yeah, for young player MVP, we... We could put Isak. I would even go as far as to put Pedri. Depends on oh, how yeah, they do. True. True, true. Then for top goal scorer, uh, we kept with we kept with our with our MVP shouts. I put yeah. Kylian Mbappe, which he hasn't scored yet. Um, pretty unfortunate. If he wants to, if he wants to be top goal scorer, he has to score at least five in the next four games. <laughs> that that's all I'm really? saying. Kylian, I believe in you. You can do it. I believe. No, I can't. 
Nope, bozo. Rest uh, <laughs> here, here in the paper, I put, I wrote Kilian Madridista and Ben's goat. All right, so I put Benzema. Um, you know, Benzema, he has two goals. So yeah, no. I, all I'm saying is that if he scores a hat trick against Switzerland, he yeah, look they, like a god. Yeah, and they're and they're playing Switzerland, so it's not the hardest opponent. So correct. It, it could happen. Correct. It could still happen. And then for top assists, I've had, you know. It's terrible. It's terrible, Paul. It's Who terrible, man. I put, put Bernardo Silva. Could be Elbozo. Who did I put? You got you put Antoine Griezmann. Which could still happen. Still happen. Um so yeah. Those are your predictions. So far, I feel like we're like fifty fifty on like our Euro predictions. Like yeah, we've had some stickers, we've had like like that, yeah. like that type of stuff. Yeah. But, um, I'm kind of happy with how the Euros has played out. I'll be honest. Like there, teams, some really nice goals. Like the Thorgan Hazard goal. Oh my God, Sheik! Wow, Patrick Sheik goal, Christensen yeah. goal, a lot of goals, a lot of goals. Christensen, um, yeah, against Russia, the one that like, like right outside the box. He it's the first time. Everybody goes crazy. We're we're second in the group. Oh. oh. Oh, I was thinking of Eriks. I don't know why I thought Christian Eriksen. I don't know. My bad. Oh, yeah, my bad. I mean, if you if you put both together, if you put Christian, yeah, plus yeah, Eriksen, it's Christian. Yeah, I had a brain fart. Yeah, that's why. Well done, my bad. Um, well done, lad. So as of right now, I feel like, yeah, I, I feel like we're more like a 60, 40, 65, 35 sort of situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. So anything you want to say? Anything you want to say, Paul? Uh, thank you. If you guys got this far, uh, we're very grateful for you guys. Uh, we're trying to put out as much content as possible. Um, make sure to follow us on TikTok, Boss Line Official. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we'll be posting more content over there. Yeah, correct. Um, so that's it for episode number five, is it? Episode number five. Yep, episode five. number five. Um, hopefully you guys enjoyed it. Wait till the end. And... See you guys next Monday where we review round of 16, the last games left. And then I think they, they will have played a quarterfinal. Yeah, they played quarterfinal on Saturday. Yeah, the, we, we can go over all of that. Uh, quarterfinal, the entire quarterfinal. Because they play yep. right on Saturday. Yep. Okay, that is perfect. No, wait. no, Don't they play Saturday? No, no, no. I'm checking right now. Friday and Saturday. I'm so sorry. I am so sorry. Yes. Nope. That is... Sorry. That, is okay. that is... Oh. Oh. <laughs> Um, um, oh, and, and wait a minute, wait a minute <gasps> for the semi final. Semi final games are on Tuesday, Wednesday, so we have an episode before that where we will go over quarterfinal obviously on Monday. Um, right. but for final, finals on Sunday, so we need an episode out before the final. So we might have two mm-hmm. episodes next week. Yeah, Woo! Um, let's go. So, thank you yeah, guys for, for, for staying all the way till, till, till now. So, have a great day, guys. See you guys next week. Let's go. Hasta luego.